Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 288 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Marnie. Thanks, Marnie. Thank you, Marnie. We that didn't. makes me think of Halloween Town. Yes! <laughs> I, love that. I, love I was that. like, wait a minute, that name sounds so familiar. <laughs> uh, Three so- seconds into the episode, Tiffany has blown up the mic. Prize! Hey! Three, did you say? <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, today we are going to be discussing part two of the final chapter, chapter 30 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The White Tomb. So make sure that you've read the chapter and you're ready to bury your way through the details. <laughs> Oh my god. Tiffany. <laughs> he doesn't really get married, I guess. No. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so Oh, we were just talking about like, do we have any sad parts? <laughs> I totally have the part where like Hagrid carries out Dumbledore's body. Oh, cool. so. That's not so, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, not I was really. like, no, not really. <laughs> nah, we just you know, it's just a just be a time. Uh before we begin, Meg's mouse tales. Has some weekly profit news that kept me up last night, long after I said in our text that I was going to go to bed. <laughs> and then <laughs> I lied. <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, I'm sure by now most of you have probably seen this circulating the interwebs. Yes. But could a Potter TV series be coming to HBO? Possible. Um. OK. So it has been all over the internet yes. uh, that Warner Brothers nears a deal for a Harry Potter online TV series, which just means that it will be streaming on right. HBO Max. <clears throat> um, so this dropped like yesterday, early-ish evening. Yeah. I feel like would... this article came out later than what was originally said. Was it... Was it Bloomberg that said it first, or was it IGN? Oh, I've... Because I know they I don't know for sure, but I did see it on both. I think I saw Bloomberg first. Um, Definitely saw Bloomberg first. Um, Mia said it was quashed by morning. Bloomberg reported first. It was kind of quashed. Yeah. But not really. So there was a website called... um, Internet.com. So... A website called the Rowling Library, where we actually were interviewed on there many moons ago. I don't know where my, my gosh, cell phone that's went. right. I forgot about that. Do you guys know where my cell phone? I did not. <laughs> did Alana steal it? Would you like me to call it? No, I'll ping it. Oh, <laughs> it fell. <laughs> <laughs> You can keep that in. All right. Um, so the <laughs> Rowling Library already reported by <clears throat> earlier today that it was like not a thing. But, but they they're said- not they're not an official outlet for the author, if that makes sense. Correct. So they so put out I think that Warner Brothers did put out a statement saying that they're not near a deal. Not near a deal. But, but that's they didn't that they're say talking. That they're not talking. Right. So last night Harry Potter became a trending topic on social media because Bloomberg report Warner Brothers near's deal for a new Harry Potter television series. The scoop authored by journalist Lucas Shaw reported that HBO quote HBO is close to a deal for a Harry Potter TV series 
based on the best-selling young adult books for both cable and streaming. That's weird. According to a person with knowledge of the matter, each season of the series will be based on one of um, the author's seven books and the person who asked not to be ident identified since the deal hasn't been announced suggested years of fresh TV fare from the popular stories. But they also have a reputable source. So it's like all these people that don't want to be named. Here's my said thoughts. In talks, but nowhere near a deal. My thoughts are, <clears throat> it is happening. Yes. But they don't necessarily have a good timeline on it yet. So they want... Because a lot of the times, like, um, they'll announce something when it's, like, already in the works. Yeah. So, like, right now, I feel like we're at the very, very beginning stages of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think about, you know, um, like, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Like, how long has that show deal years, years. been going and on? And that's signed right. deal. The thing with these series is they're so large. Right. Um, SJM's series aren't as large, but they are, they could they're be. They're still large, though, you they know? They could be. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing with Harry Potter is we already had this story told mm -hmm. on screen. Um people already i mean we're still young right and we have those actors and actresses fresh in our minds and so if you do this with that story you have to really do it right and i just wonder like is choosing the original story one a good idea i know it's going to happen and i want it to happen but i didn't know it was going to happen that fast not to say it is but like it's not just what we want, but I feel like it wouldn't be fan service, but I feel like it would be good to do other stories. Here's why I think they're not going to. <sighs> what do other stories? They're not written. Well, not that. <clears throat> More so thinking about how Fantastic Beasts mm -hmm. fizzled. I mean, like I said last night, I feel like that wasn't necessarily like content driven. I think they started with a good idea in mind and then it turned into the Dumbledore show. Um, and if I that's think what that it was going to be, that's fine. But be honest about that. It, I don't know. Did they intend that, though? I don't know. I I feel uh, like so many outside things with Fantastic Beasts went wrong mm -hmm. with actors and their personal lives and what have you. And the author. And the author. All bad timing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like all of that culminated in something that could have been beautiful and could have been amazing. And that, you know, didn't really deliver. I think that I think that it is going to be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but I am here for it. I mean, I'm here for new content too. I just need them to do it. I'm okay with it the being right way. I'm okay with it being the books. Because yeah. honestly, it's something that I craved when those movies were coming out anyway. Like mm -hmm. I want something more detailed. Can we get Chris Columbus? Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> no, like I honestly would though. Flip out. I wonder if they would. I would flip out. Like, <laughs> this was how I wanted them to be made in the first place. You know what I mean? We so needed like, it slow. As much as I love, love, love Dan, Rupert, and Emma. Yeah. I think that <laughs> I would be, I mean, would I be critical? Of course I would be critical. We're always going to be no matter what. Because I love the book so much. I love Dan, Rupert, and Emma as Ron. Harry Ron and Hermione but like 
I think there's definitely, you know, they did a good job with casting the first time. I'm sure they would do a good time casting a second time. I think it could even be cool if they could bring uh, some people back in certain capacities, depending on like the role and like who they could play. Yeah. That could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that if you look at the difference in CGI from Sorcerer's Stone to Deathly Hollows and then think about what they do now, we get peeves. Deathly oh. Hollows, right? Like we would be able <laughs> We could get the giants. Yes. Like they Poor could we, we could get Hagrid's story of going and visiting the giants. Yeah. Like they yeah, could like, just what? do so much yeah. more. And like I know that people are craving new content, but new content fizzled and new content didn't do well in financial people's eyes new content failed Mm -hmm. so i think right now the safe thing to do is to take the original seven books make something really great out of them and if that does well then maybe we'll get new content i think it's like this is kind of them testing the waters on the wizarding world right now Mm. because they they put a lot into the wizarding world with fantastic beasts and it didn't pay off in financial people's eyes i think that it paid off because i like those stories but you know according to them it didn't i don't know i like what you said about like so i was iffy about whether or not we should do like go back over those stories however i'm always here for more content Mm -hmm. someone who said it in the chat which made me want to like just cry with happiness rebecca said it'll be more stuff for you guys to podcast about i'm all for it (laughs) (laughs) um but like thinking about like when hagger goes off with the giants what if they did branch off in those ways like in the unknown parts Mm -hmm. definitely focus on things they had to cut make sure that they make it in well no not even that like we don't know what hagger did out in the giants thing so Mm -hmm. what if they wrote actually show it yeah or like what if they wrote a little bit of Remus going. Well, we know a little werewolves. bit about what he did. They have somewhere to start, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it'd be yeah. really cool to like if they that could be doing an quote old story, but also tying in some new stuff. Yeah, I agree. I I think that there's <clears throat> definitely enough that they could do to make it feel different enough from the movies that it could be really successful. I just don't want to be that fan that is so hardened and critical. I, I don't want to, and I'm sorry to everybody. I mean, everybody knows that I'm a huge Star Wars fan as well, but I don't want to be like that. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want to accept um, new canon when it, when I, when, you know, these creators are out there and doing this. Because, like, if you take Lord of the Rings... I <clears throat> haven't read the books. I've read the first one and I'm into the second one. I've seen all the movies and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Rings of Power freaking floored me. I was amazed by it. I heard the fandom didn't really care so much. And so like... But it's also going to bring more people into the fandom. It's going to grow the I fandom. I know. And so that's what I'm saying is like, I don't want to be so hardened to like be that crotchety old Harry yes. Potter fan where like, I don't want to accept anything new or that can't be canon mm-hmm. and whatever, even though the authors say it is. And it's like, if they create that within their world and that's their dream, then that's something that we should definitely accept as canon. Yeah. Hello, cursed child haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm here for whatever they want to give me. I'm here for it. And I think if you've got HBO money, you're going to give me HBO quality and it's going to be really good. I agree. So that's where I'm at. I would love a founder's story, though. Totally. And I feel like that could happen depending on the success of this. And if we look at the success of Hogwarts Legacy, huge. 
And yeah. that game is beautiful. And the story is, that, it's so fun. The story yeah. is so cool. Because I, Meg's finished the main story and I've watched most of it. <laughs> so like, I know what happens, but I'm like way behind. It's beautiful. It's cool. Yeah. There's, it's new. It's new. It's really neat. And we tied it in. But done well. What were but we, done well. When were we, t- we talked about it Ancient on the magic. live last night. Yeah, like, do we yeah. think that Dumbledore and Voldemort can see and maybe wield ancient magic? Yeah. And we oh said yes. Yeah. Ilvermorny stuff. Yeah. Like, that would be cool. Or, like... I really, really want a founder story. I just think that would be so cool. It would be amazing. I mean, we already have the skeleton outline of what went down. Yeah. Give me the deets. Right. Give me... Give me... Um the gray lady and yes um bloody baron right and the bloody baron story give me that what's yeah. what, what's the non love story that was there and you know what so what was that like give me tom riddle's lost years he's doing the whole mm-hmm. jesus thing where did he go we don't know <laughs> and then he pops up again you know like Truly. let's do this yeah <laughs> and i and i do like i said i do think that that is a thousand percent something that they want to do they just need to make sure that it will succeed before they put money into it. And I feel like they feel pretty certain that this would succeed because even if, you know, fans like our age might be iffy about it, you know how many kids are so into the fandom now? Like 10, 11, six seven they're yeah. in my class they know yeah. that i like it they see my new tattoo they ask about it i got kids playing harry potter now outside of recess yeah oh that makes me so happy that is so cute and i think that Ugh, i think heart, that, you know i mean i i do hope at least though like while yes there are young fans this needs to be done well and accurately so like as the seasons go on it grows you gotta get dark yeah, it's got to get dark. So, you got to get dark. Um, I mean, honestly, guys, like this was our dream to have like 10 hours of content for one book. Yeah, like, it was. Somebody said, like, would you watch this movie? Yes. For that long? Yeah. yes, I would. I would. I will. I will do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll give it whatever it is. I'll give it a try. Yeah. You know? But we okay. do need to grow the fandom. I mean, there's so much good that's here think about all the good that it's done for us for you Mm -hmm. as listeners um for our lovely patrons in the chat right now the lessons within the story take everything and all the drama outside of the books and forget about it think about what's there like these are stories and lessons that absolutely are of quality arsenic rose said anyone wondering if they put out the rumor to see what the reaction would be before going forward oh you know (laughs) Maybe. I wouldn't doubt I think it. it's absolutely mixed. And it's just because, like I said before, you get people who are within the fandom that don't want anymore. Oh, God, no, that blah, blah, blah. And then there's people who are like, give me any upset about what's going on within the fandom and they're out. But then there's people like us whose lives have been absolutely changed by it and who want to keep going. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think there's a lot of us. We shall see. We shall see what happens. Well, that was a big conversation for a weekly profit. <laughs> that was good. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. But make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then they may too. 
Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. As always, we are accepting Potter stories or just any fun things, questions, or concerns. Um, you can send those to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Tiffany, I'm in this lair today. I need a really good recap. Oh, oh man, she's grabbing the hat. I'm grabbing the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Take this picture. <laughs> it's time! <laughs> For the recap, I like to do a purple cup. Purple solo cup. I fill you up. It's a party. Thank you. That was beautiful. I like that. It's mostly over your eyes. Had like sorting hat feels. She's a weirdo. Okay. In light of what has happened, or like, you know, in complete darkness because everything sucks right now, exams are canceled for, you know, the hundredth time. But still Hermione finds herself going to the library because that's what Hermione does. And she discovers a little bit more about that Eileen lady and uh, Dumbledore's funerals the next day. So that's going to be some more sad. Yeah, fun. Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay. It is the morning of the funeral, and it is pretty quiet. So people, people are still in shock. Um, everyone is dressed in their dress robes, and Harry is kind of just like being quiet and observant this morning. Um, they head outside, and we get to the lake. Not the Lake TM. Okay, but thank you for mm, clarifying. The Hogwarts Lake. Mm -hmm. And we get to take in everyone that has arrived at Hogwarts for the funeral. And it is quite the guest list. Some good and some bad. Hagrid carries Dumbledore's body in draped in velvet. Harry couldn't really hear what was going on during the funeral. And he gets very much in his head and begins to spiral. <laughs> enough with you <laughs> <laughs> you oh, see boy. what I said I think so okay. <laughs> <laughs> well am I wrong <laughs> you think this is like the Grammys where like everyone who comes has a little like grab bag under their chair what would be in it <laughs> I don't know tissues sherbet lemon sherbet lemon <laughs> cockroach clusters <laughs> Oh boy! Oh man, is it my turn? Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. All right. Do you not always start these episodes? He's half backwards, <laughs> seeping into my brain. <laughs> my name's Katie. Oh yeah, are you trying to be me right now? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Wait, right. when were we supposed to do that? Was that supposed to be today? Yeah, Katie you are, Day. You are wearing a Spiderman shirt, though. I appreciate <sighs> that. Okay, we're doing it next week before. Your surgery. We are doing Katie Day next week. I'm wearing a spirit mm -hmm. jersey. Do you own these? <laughs> I have that one actually. There you go. I'm Katie. What is it? <laughs> it's the Christmas Crescent City. City one. Oh yeah. <laughs> My name's Katie. Is that what I sound like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just pop a sweet tart? Maybe. Why? <laughs> I'm not gonna chew turn. it in the microphone. 
Tiffany, I have to show you this picture I took of her sneaking a Reese cup one time. Oh my god! We're recording. Oh my god! Remember when you used to? We were over there and you used to like crinkle wrappers <laughs> under the table. Call <laughs> us out. You mean used to? <laughs> You're bad. Can't respond because. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Harry got up early uh, to pack, and this was the day of the funeral. The Hogwarts Express was going to be leaving about an hour after it ended, and I feel like that's kind of abrupt. But that is there's it's like very fast. are there no sandwiches? Like, do we not wait? No, how Dumbledore can you... would feed people. Yeah, Should how can corral all those kids to Hogsmeade Station an hour after the funeral? It'd be like, it's okay, me. it's done, go. I'd be like, three Sprint. hours. An Let's hour is give like. myself from great. Nothing. Grace. Yeah. Yeah. And all the kids that like didn't pack, you know? Because they're like, I'll pack after. someone who didn't. Yeah. So when he gets downstairs, the mood in the Great Hall is very subdued and everyone's wearing dress robes. No one's really eating. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, not a great vibe for the day. And rightfully so. Professor McGonagall left Dumbledore's throne-like seat at the head table empty, and Hagrid's also not in attendance at breakfast. And Harry thinks that maybe Hagrid couldn't face it, which could be perfectly true. Um, But I also think that maybe Hagrid might be using this time. And however you feel about death and viewing a body and whatnot, some people find comfort in that. Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe in my head, Hagrid was using this time to say some thank yous and final goodbyes while yeah, he was alone. Probably. Um, I don't know. I just get that feeling that he would be the type to to do that. I agree. Yeah. Snape's spot at the table, however. I thought you said <laughs> Snape was spotted at the table. <laughs> no. I didn't read that. He's not there. <laughs> this is not vacant. It was spilled by Scrooge Mary United. And Harry avoided his yellowish eyes as he's like scanning the hall because Harry's like, Are you looking for me? I don't really want to talk to you. Harry puts on his recap hat and sits down very low in his very chair. Very low in the chair. And I'm like, why do you have yellow eyes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know he's described as like lionish, right? But like yellow eyes, that's like that means you're like unhealthy. Like something's happening, right? Right. Like, is it like yellow around his eyes, or is his or his irises yellow? I always and I thought I, it, I thought, thought it's like the, the, the white. That's what I pictured too. But I just thought of that now. Jinx. I don't know why I rang the bell. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, I... <laughs> if you're like eye white, is that what you call it? The whites, the whites, of your, whites eyes. your eyes. Your eye whites like egg whites. <laughs> That's kind of what I like brown scrambles. <laughs> it's very yellow. Isn't that like to do with I looked the it up. liver? Yeah. Well, according to the Cleveland Clinic, which shout out to Cleveland Clinic. Shout out. You are amazing. Ooh. Truly though, I love the Cleveland Clinic. <laughs> it was like one of the first answers and websites that popped up where I was like, why do you have yellow eyes? So adult jaundice could be a possibility it's a condition which the skin whites of the eyes and mucous membranes turn yellow because of a high level of 
Mm, how do you say that? I know how to say it, but I don't know how to say it. Bill. Billium. Billius. There's an R in there. I'm just kidding. Somebody explain it to me like I'm five in the chat phonetically. Wait, I gotta pull up. Billy Rubin. Billy Rubin. (laughs) Thank you, Blake. (laughs) Um, Including, oh, I'm sorry, a yellow orange bile pigment. Jaundice has many causes, including hepatitis, gallstones, and tumors. In adults, jaundice usually doesn't need to be treated. Oh, I did not know that. I yeah. assumed it needed to. Wait, but doesn't it's Michael bile? Jordan also have it? Who does what? Doesn't Michael Jordan also? Doesn't aren't his he eyes does also have yellow? yellow eyes? I don't know. I'm not. I think so. I feel like up. I remember. I watched that documentary, <sighs> The Last Dance. Uh huh. So freaking good. Yeah, it's so but good. His eyes are like yellow in it. I don't know. Well, maybe. Um. Billy Rubin. Billy Rubin. So it says bile is fluted, fluided, <laughs> fluid secreted <laughs> by the liver. Um, so possible, possible. Hmm. Uh, boo. Okay. So maybe he has jaundice. Maybe. And I know that happens with BBs. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Megan. Um. So showing up with Scrudgemere United is Percy Weasley, and the next time we see him is awkwardly at the ministry in the elevator. When they are polyjuiced and trying to get the locket from Umbridge. Oh, wait, who do we see? Percy. Oh, yeah. It's like a really weird moment in the lift. Yeah. And then after that, it's. Um, because isn't Arthur in there fight. too? And it's like super awkward. It's like a real weird moment. <laughs> awkward turtle. And then like Arthur, like <laughs> super awkward turtle. Arthur like looks at Harry as like what's gross. his face? And he yeah. like hates him. And yeah. Harry's like, <laughs> to be on like that end of a right. look of hatred right how weird um and ron says nothing about percy being there but he's like stabbing pieces of kipper with some force and that tells harry that he's very well aware that percy's there he's just not gonna talk about that it or kipper <sighs> what are kippers do you ask thank you fishies an iconic British breakfast dish consisting of herring, fish, if you will, that has been cured via kippering, aka split open, cleaned, salted, smoked, and then usually grilled, boiled, or sauteed. I have to say. I don't think I'll be partaking in this iconic dish. No. I'm not one for fish. Um, Every time you say that, I thought you were saying like herring feet. Oh. (laughs) They can also often be enjoyed with butter and limon and occasionally a poached egg. Uh, Also, I don't like minus the fish. I don't like poached eggs either. What? What? I'm not the. I don't really care for poached eggs. No, poached eggs. You got that slimy stuff on there. Yeah, no wiggles. No, ma'am. Okay. Did you know that this is sometimes served with tea or at dinner? Kippers and tea. There's nothing like fish with my tea. That might have legitimately made me gag. I'm so sorry. I'm just not. I just don't like. I don't like seafood, really. I don't like fish. That's just not my jam. 
like if you like kippers yeah, go on milky you. british tea well not all fish. not everyone takes it with milk i don't know what <laughs> to say mind? <laughs> are Brit- there certain dear teas? british listeners please yeah. let us know how you mean? take your kippers because we do a large number of our listeners Yes. Oh my God. I don't want to offend any of you, but the, that no. does not sound appetizing to me. Listen, half the stuff in our country is disgusting. So please tell me it's gross. Are you talking about burgers? Oh, they really are kind of gross. <laughs> it's, where's poutine from? Canada. Canada. That's disgusting as well. <gasps> <laughs> That's what? I don't like things <laughs> soggy. <laughs> don't let it sit. Y'all are lying in the chat. Oh, shame. Poutine is so good. I'm sorry. Okay, also, what's an like American dish that's disgusting? Levels of poutine. There's like fake cheese. Oh, fake cheese is gross. The cheese at Disney Craft is nasty. Singles. The Craft singles. singles are not good. The fact that my friend Kelly, <laughs> shout out to her. She doesn't listen, I'm sure, but hi, I love you. She lives in New... She was born in New Zealand, lives in Australia. Unimportant information. Anyway... It is important. She lives in Australia. Okay. They don't have craft singles. She comes and visits the US. Oh God. What? She would come like once a year for like a couple of years back whenever we were doing our CP. We met her on our college program. She would, I am not kidding, buy a package no. of craft singles no. and just keep them in her luggage. Didn't refrigerate them. Nothing. It would be like a solid week. She would just have them in there. And she's like, yeah, they're so good. And they're fine. And she they're fine. All the way back she home. Travel, That's she how you know it's home. not okay. Yeah, right? exactly. Or the fact that McDonald's fries and chicken nuggets can live in your car and you could probably eat them a year later and be fine. Right. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there. Wait, what did somebody say? Oh, I about don't know. About USA biscuits. Hold on. Biscuits aren't biscuits. They're biscuits. <gasps> biscuits and gravy is not gross. Oh, I love biscuits and gravy. Marty makes very good biscuits. Um, chicken and waffles is not gross. I despise <gasps> chicken and waffles. Tiffany, you don't like orange juice. No. You don't like chicken and waffles. No. You don't like... Do we need a list? Bananas. Do I bananas. get a list of undesirables? Yeah, you do. Yes. Bananas Can are Tiffany disgusting. Have her own list of undesirables? Do it! Please. Oh, Kelsey calling oh. you out. Tiff, you have trash taste buds. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Kelsey, come meet me in Clee. <laughs> I feel like there's something else that you don't like that I have. East Knife, let's go. <laughs> orange juice and bananas is I is unbelievable to me. I gotta be in the mood. I'm a savory juice. kind of gal. Still. But like wrong with you. so l- <laughs> I'm sorry, that's disgusting. <laughs> I just feel like I would like poutine, but it's the sogginess that gets me. Then don't let it sit. Yeah, eat it fast. I feel like I can't eat that fast. I'm a very slow eater by nature. It takes me forever. Can where what were we talking about? I'm not sure. Kippers. 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 That's right. I do like oatmeal. For all you people who don't like tangents, there was one for you. Oh, remember those <laughs> messages? Like we used to get people that would be like, can you stay on topic? Uh, no. Physically, no. Actually, we, we cannot. We cannot. <laughs> Literally. I don't know what a horseshoe is besides something that is 
shoot on a horse. So I don't eat metal. I don't know. <laughs> um. Okay. So over at the Slytherin table, Crab and Goyle are muttering together. Um, I thought you were about to say some ish about me. Because you said oh, Slytherin, table. Slytherin table. I was like, what about me? Are you sitting with Crab and Goyle? No. Um, and to Harry, they looked really odd without their blonde leader, Malfoy. No one to boss them around. And I feel like this changes quite quickly the following year. Because thinking ahead to when it they're like crazy. thriving on dark magic and being that they're being taught they're that getting room like, of requirement scene it's pretty bad it is they're Crab trying is like, to kill. we don't listen to you anymore like literally we don't he take, like, you and your father are finished yeah yeah we don't take orders like, from you anymore yeah. calling hermione a mudblood killing curses are flying you're using fiend fire you have no idea how to stop that way to just yeah it's yeah well he bad. dies so yes he does and ron he's dead the way that he says it to him bananas um you can't say that you don't like bananas <laughs> um so i just feel like that's really interesting like the contrasts are like alone here and they kind of like thrive on their own next year too jess makes me so funny She's, she makes just makes so me funny. so funny okay just like <laughs> like so anyway they were eating dinner at the funeral and everyone's miserable <laughs> i don't know how to like segue back into the seriousness of the conversation yeah. after we pop off about undesirable foods i know i know it's just the way it is <laughs> and you're here so <laughs> you like this <laughs> <laughs> Quote, his animosity was all for Snape, but he had not forgotten the fear in Malfoy's voice on that tower top, nor the fact that he had lowered his wand before the other Death Eaters arrived. Harry did not believe that Malfoy would have killed Dumbledore. He despised Malfoy, still for his infatuation with the Dark Arts, but now the tiniest drop of pity mingled with his delight. D delight? Dislike. Dislike. Holy <laughs> cow. Baria, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the episode? <laughs> Where Harry wondered. <laughs> Where Harry wondered. Oh, I lost my plane. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do you find it's right here? <laughs> Go. You put in a note. <laughs> no. <sighs> Where? Oh, Lord! <laughs> Move your little swish thing. I can't see. Oh my god. There. Thank you. <laughs> your little flag of Swishbook Podcast is like right over what I was gonna read. Where Harry wondered was Malfoy now, and what was Voldemort making him do under threat of killing him and his parents? Well, we know that he has to torture. Um oh shoot. Big blonde death eater. Oh, Orphan Oh, no, Raoul. He has to torture Raoul after Tottenham Court Road. Yeah. He's oh, making shoot, him do really? it. Yeah, he's making him do it. Um, I wonder, oh my God, can you imagine if he had to do anything to Ollivander? Yeah. I wonder like how he, like, okay, so we know that like you have to mean it. So like, do you think that it's enough that he feels he has to do it? I think maybe. Because yeah. the guy's screaming. Yeah. I, w I was going to say no until I thought about the fact that he's also like 
trying to not die himself like if he doesn't do what he's told voldemort's probably gonna kill him well he's telling because so have to mean it if you know voldemort's saying do it he says like do it now or feel my wrath yourself or something to that extent like yeah. so yeah and pity for his enemy you know and i feel like this is such a mature thing and we see such growth within harry within mm -hmm. this last end of this book literally all through seven he has the ability to look further than just what malfoy was on the outside past what he was tasked to do yeah and i don't think that just anyone would be able to do this because he knows that there's more to this story and what i mean by that is i feel like and I'm not hating on Ron, but like, would Ron be able to do this? At this would point, no, would someone like Seamus so. be able to do this? You right. know, it's not the average kid's way of thinking to be like, not hate him for what he did that led to the death of Dumbledore. Like Harry can look past that. He saw the dip of the wand. He felt the fear. Um, he doesn't think that it, it would have been done. And he knows this couldn't have been, this wasn't his idea. I think it also just like it gradually builds as seven goes on to with, you know, him not identifying any of the, because you obviously he knows who Ron and Hermione are. And he even is like, yeah, I think so. But I can't be sure. He's like, never just like, yes, even about mm -hmm. Hermione and Ron. So it's like, yeah, maybe. And I think that was like the closest he got to like a positive answer. It was yeah. all Lucius that was like, yes, of course. And then like yeah. Bellatrix came in and she's like, but this is the Granger girl. Because mm -hmm. obviously she had her picture from the ministry and the papers and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um. And so Harry's nudged by Ginny in the ribs and McGonagall had risen to her feet and it was time to go. It was funeral time. And so they all filed out in almost near silence. Quote, Harry glimpsed Slughorn at the end of the Slytherin column wearing magnificent long emerald green. Ew. Evil. No, bro. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Embroidered with silver. I love the little details. Like, why write that? But I love that you did. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. perfect head of Slytherin right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. And he had never seen Professor Sprout, head of Hufflepuffs, looking so clean. And I love that because she's always Aww. in the greenhouse. Yeah. There was not a single patch on her hat. And when they reached the entrance hall, they found Madame Pince standing beside Filch. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. She would be a match made in heaven, uh -huh. to be honest. She in a thick black veil. Oh. That, that fell to her knees he in an ancient black suit they're matching too <laughs> and tie reeking of mothballs but you know what we appreciate your best effort friends right thank you you came showed up trying to look nice yeah as long as you're wearing your best so they're heading out towards the lake not to be confused with the lake i'm glad we clarify you're truly I am. every time we have to yes mm -hmm. and there were hundreds of chairs set out and there was an aisle down the center and there was a marble table at the front where all the chairs were facing. And Harry notes that it was the most beautiful summer's day. Oh, man. And many important names from the books are mentioned to be in attendance. And I love this because there's callbacks in the books to previous things, obviously, because all the stories tied together. But, like, this is the start where you get, like, all the tiebacks. And I love, as we go through Deathly Hollows. Whether it's a a spell, the mention of a name, 
Harry's memory of something. Like he 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 even looks at somebody and thinks that they remind him of like Aragog's eyes at one point. And I'm like, I love just little snippets of that that like make us think back and remember how far that we've I actually that come. The snitch was such a good callback to <clears throat> like utilizing the snitch from his first match. So like, meaningful. Such a callback to the first book. And there was even the, the with like his journey when the elder wand flies through the air, the author writes about like with the skill of a seeker, he like mm-hmm. catches it. And it's just like, that's a tie into your dad too. Yep. It just all comes full circle. Yeah. <clears throat> so good. Okay. Be on with you. All right. <laughs> An extraordinary assortment of people had already settled into half of the chairs. Um. So Harry says that he doesn't recognize most of the people. But here is who he does recognize. Hmm. So we see Kingsley Shacklebolt, uh, our future minister of magic. Matt, I'm not going to lie. When I wrote Mad Eye Moody, I like had to stop for a second because I was so confused. I was like, wait, he's dead. (laughs) And it's because I have been reading seven and I was like, oh, wait, not yet. He's not yet. Hold on. I have to correct a mistake. (laughs) James was a chaser, not a seeker. But it's still a callback to like Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah. yeah. Quidditch. Quidditch. It's easy, easy enough, enough to understand. Jinx, me coke. You did not <laughs> say it with me. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Pick side, lady. It's not that time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to practice? No. <laughs> um, okay, so we see Kingsley, we see <laughs> Mad Eye Moody, we have Tonks and Remus, and they're both holding hands. Yeah, yeah. Not for long. <laughs> 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 Tiffany. Uh also Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. <laughs> Sorry. Are they well, holding hands? <laughs> as well as Bill, who is there, even though he is definitely not fully healed. He is being supported quite literally by Fleur. Mm. Um, we have Fred and George. Madame Maxime, because remember it was in the last episode we talked about how her carriage came in. Mm-hmm. And she embraced Hagrid. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's there. Tom from the Leaky Cauldron. Eat the pea soup before it eats you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Arabella Fig. Yeah, um, Mrs. Fig. Which is such a callback. That is like, you know, that's callback to Privet Drive, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty cool. And I really like what I think it was Sam. I want to make sure that I give credit where credit's due. Sam said the start of the end. So it's like, even though we're not at seven yet, mm-hmm. this is kind of the start to the end. Yeah. Um, the beginning of the end. <laughs> so it's cool to have Mrs. Fig be a callback. Mm-hmm. We also have the bass player from the Weird Sisters. Sick. I wonder why it's just the bass player. Maybe Harry just like doesn't recognize the others. But Maybe like the others didn't go to Hogwarts or something. But they did come for the Yule Ball. Yeah, Who right, does you know? what now? The Weird Sisters. They came for the, the Yule Ball. Mm-hmm. The bass player is there, though. Uh, we have Ernie Prang, driver of the night bus. Ern. Madame Melkin. Um, quote, the barman of the hogshead. Hey. A.K.A. his freaking brother. Where is he <laughs> sitting? Does it say where he's sitting? I don't think that it does. Uh... I could pull that up, though, because I was just listing off. I didn't. I read that in the chapter and I was like, oh, my God. Right. 
you know, because you you don't know. No. You have no idea. Big deal. Next next time. Let's see if I can find it. So much going on in this chapter. Okay. It's crazy how long it is. It says, And some people whom Harry merely knew by sight, such as the barman of the Hogshead, and the witch who pushed the trolley on the Hogwarts Express. It were doesn't say her fingers where. crazy long? I was going to ask that. Ew, I hope not. <laughs> I hate that. So why? Why did we do that? I, Uncalled for. Unnecessary. It was scary without that. <laughs> so. The barman of the Hogshead should be in front row. Should be. I don't think he wants to be. But he probably doesn't want to be. I actually like. I mean, at the last funeral they were at. Uh, suck to me. <laughs> punch um and also all of the castle ghosts are there and harry describes that they're like almost translucent like you can't like you can barely even see that they're there but they are all there um so the trio plus jenny like seats. a distance ghost have to, to go like can I you just go all willy-nilly are we willy-nilly or are we not tied down to a location i think we're the i think they're willy-nilly they've just decided they like hogwarts why did I think they were tied to Hogwarts? Are I feel they? like they are. I don't know. Well, I want them the grounds, to be really though. So, like, yeah. I would assume that they could probably go all the way through the forest if they wanted. But is it like ghost lore that like they're tied to a location? Because don't you have to like exercise the demons? <laughs> Katie, K, and Janine both said oh. that Myrtle used to leave the school. Okay, to go where'd she go she, to she that haunted. chick's house? Yeah. What does yeah. she got to do? <laughs> Yeah, haunt people. I bet. Olive Hornsby, bring out the olives. <laughs> um. Oh so the trio God. and Jenny find seats near the Hogwarts Black Lake, and the crowd just keeps growing and growing. And eventually, Harry sees Neville and Luna come, and Luna is like supporting Neville the way that like. Oh, yeah. was supporting Bill because he's injured. I'm sure people wanted that hookup to happen. And I wonder why yeah. it didn't. Because, I mean, they obviously did it within the movies. But, like, she's a scamander. Yeah. It would have been cool. I don't know. Does he get married? Yeah, to Hannah yeah, Abbott. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so this is where we find out that... Hermione, I think this is where we find. I tried to double check this. I think though, where okay. we find out that Hermione summoned the DA, and Neville and Luna were the only ones who answered the call that night. You know what? Boo on all the other people. Well, Harry also says that he thinks that Neville and Luna were probably the only ones that still, still checked check their, their coin because oh, they okay, missed fair. the DA the most. And fair. I think that says something about like their characters and, um how dedicated they are to the cause for one but also to the friendship like think about um luna's room and the gold yeah. paint and their faces and the word friendship over and over like it means literally everything to them yeah <sighs> easy weasley says everyone else spent those coins <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> uh so at this point fudge arrives and Harry notes that he looks miserable. Um, Is he wearing green? He has his green bowler hat on. Thank you. He's evil. evil. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. 
I was doing I got SpongeBob. You did not get one from me. Yes, I did. No. Yeah. I only have Summer Cola. That's fine. I'll I take mean, it. that's quality. <laughs> so, Are we supposed to be saying that now? What? Jinx, you owe me a Summit Cola? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I like it. Um, so the next person that he recognized was Rita. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things? Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com dot com slash today today if you're a muggle like me and you don't have molly weasley cooking for you every day then you need to listen to this factors delicious ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy wherever tomorrow takes you be ready with your pre-prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Let me tell you guys, they are absolutely delicious. I have not met a factor meal yet that I didn't like, and my favorite is the jalapeno grilled chicken, cheddar cheese. Oh, it's so good. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for, guys? 
Two-minute meals, fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They've got snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. Done the math for you. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Flexible for your schedule? Get as much or as little as you need by choosing from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or you can reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, no cleanup, all of that. Head to factormeals.com slash flick50 and use code flick50 to get 50% off. That's code flick50 at factormeals.com slash flick50 to get 50% off. Skeeter and he is described as infuriated to see her which valid because also I guarantee you well first of all she's only there to write an article Mm -hmm. and maybe to scope out who she can try to interview Mm -hmm. for her book for her book Um, pardon me uh, also Umbridge has the audacity to show up as well like what a bee go away for real why are you here I truly don't understand that one. Like, mm. <sighs> yeah, that must be some ministry stuff. Just to like say you were there. I'm surprised she's that close to the forest. Well, next up is friends. And I believe that Harry says something about how she looks scared whenever he walks by. She hurries away. Yeah. She goes far away from him. Hmm. So, um, basically everyone's here. Like, everyone who's anybody. She's got some guts to yeah. show up like that. I agree. After what you did. Yeah. Just the previous year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So, the staff then sit down. Scrimger is with the staff. And Harry takes a moment to wonder if any of the important people here are really sorry that Dumbledore was dead. I mean, important some. meaning ministry people. Right. Fudge. Yes, I believe so. I do believe he is. Sorry. Um, Umbridge, absolutely not. No. Uh, Scrudgemere United. <laughs> I think he's indifferent. I think he's like, darn, I didn't get to get out of him what I wanted to get out of him. Yeah. And now yeah. he's dead. Yeah. So now I have to go through Harry. Like Probably any, thinking that he could. Like, mm-hmm. no sad for the actual person. Right. Know? He just no. doesn't have the information that he wants. Yeah. But like, on the whole, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. But those people aren't important in my head i know harry says that they are but i think that they're just he views ministry them as officials. socially important yeah right um so the mer people begin to sing and harry says that they sort of horribly remind him of the inferior beneath the surface of the actual lake tm Ooh. um and the music was described as making the hair on his neck stand up but it wasn't unpleasant mm-hmm. it was like clearly music that was of loss and despair mm-hmm. Jinx, you're me. And I didn't say Savicola. It's going to take a long time to get me out of that. Me <sighs> um, so Ginny nudges Harry and he looks around and that is when he sees Hagrid <sighs> carrying 
what is presumed to be Dumbledore's body wrapped in purple velvet spangled with golden stars. Like, that is royalty. It's the velvet for me. Also foreshadowing to Hagrid carrying Harry's, quote, dead body. Mm, I like that. Um, Or Hagrid. Just a refresher, because I know that we have... uh, a thousand percent talked about this in the past sometime but purple is associated with nobility mm-hmm. royalty luxury power ambition mm-hmm. gold is reminiscent of luxury as well success achievement triumph royalty and fortune so it's literally like this is like the highest like this is for like the highest of these are my power robes yes <laughs> they're power robes <laughs> um also Gold can be like synonymous with divinity and power in many religious settings. Mm. So mm. I thought that was interesting. Um, and Harry describes seeing this moment as a sharp pain rose in his throat at this sight. I can feel that. Yep. I, I hate, hate that feeling so much. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Ron is pale and shocked and both Ginny and Hermione are crying i wonder if any of them have ever attended i mean maybe when would they have well um ron's uncle who saw the grim maybe true yeah i think that harry definitely has never been to a funeral yeah no so i don't know <sighs> Does anybody also think it's kind of weird that nobody took him on an outing to his parents graves before yeah yeah, like he doesn't have to stay right at Privet Drive all summer. Clearly, because he doesn't. Right. So, like, why did nobody or even think like to do during that? the year? So, like on Halloween, nobody thought to be like, "Hey, do you want to go lay flowers on your parents' grave the day that they died?" Right. I like what Sam in the chat. Sam in the chat said, "Purple and gold also makes me think of like Catholic priest robes for Lent." It's true. Mm. I was gonna say it reminds me of like Easter. Yeah. In the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Purple makes me think of swish. I mean, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> uh, all right, let's continue with the sad. Oh, I just realized that your stars, even though they don't look exactly like chapter stars, they look like swish stars. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Cool. Because the swish stars are based off the chapter stars. Yeah. I know, but they don't like look like. <laughs> I the know chapter they are stars. slightly different. You yeah. know what though? If you go online, there is that version of them, and then there's the version of them in the books. So there is like, like I feel like two versions. different types kind of circulate because mm-hmm. I did pull what we ended up getting tattooed like from the internet, and it is mm-hmm. it is though very much like it's literally exactly what we yeah got for swish yeah which I kind of like yeah. You have switched stars. Yeah, I have switched stars. Yeah. All right. You don't have to get them redone. (laughs) There you go. Joking. (laughs) I love looking at mine. How are they healing? Pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Looks nice. Nice. We all match. We do. (laughs) Triplet. I can't wait to get my wand picture in front of the castle, though. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the ultimate. Janine, I also want more tattoos. Same, big same. Yeah. Uh, so they can't see very well everything that's going up on the in the front of the funeral, 
and this kind of makes big it... screens like taylor swift yeah <laughs> right <laughs> also i think it's kind of bogus that harry's not in front totally <laughs> just saying right um this does make it more real to me though because harry doesn't it, this book is Harry Potter and the, right? That's Everything's about Harry. Everything's from Harry's POV. And yet, like, here he doesn't have the most perfect of views. He can't hear everything clearly. It's this enormous funeral. He just is there with everyone else. Um, so Hagrid put Dumbledore's body on the table up front. And as he's heading back down the aisle, he's blowing his nose. And, of course, it's Hagrid. So it sounds like this trumpet sound, right? Which... My mom blows her nose like that, too. <laughs> um, Umbridge has the nerve to look scandalized, which, like, <laughs> please, first of all, why are you here? Please Second, leave. leave. Um, and Harry's thinking that he knew Dumbledore wouldn't have cared. Obviously, no. like, you're crying for someone you cared about. Yeah. Boo-hoo, you're blowing your nose wrong. No, you, that's that's stupid. Yeah. So he tries to make this... <laughs> Boo-hoo, you're blowing <laughs> your nose wrong. What? I don't know why I thought that was so weird. <laughs> it was. So he tries to make this like friendly gesture at him. Because, you know, this is Harry. But Harry says that Hagrid's eyes are so swollen. He's not even sure he can see where he's going. But Harry watches him head to the back. And he goes to Grop, who is dressed in a jacket and trousers, which are the size of a small marquee, which is literally a tent. And his head is bowed and docile and almost human. Who made these clothes? <laughs> Hagrid, probably. I think Hagrid makes his own clothes. <laughs> what? <laughs> How long did it take <laughs> to make these clothes? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have any spare tents? <laughs> <laughs> can, can I purchase one of your small marquees? Oh my god. I need to make a jacket. Oh, that's funny. Um, when Hagrid sat next to him, Grop patted him on the head so hard that Hagrid's chair sank in the ground. No. And Harry has this what he describes as a wonderful moment where he has this urge to laugh. And I love this because one, Harry needs it. And two, Harry's probably thinking of all those times that Hagrid, like it's described so many times in the book. Oh, Hagrid patted Harry on the back and he his knees buckled. Mm-hmm. Or he brushed it off hugs. of him or something. Yeah, the mm-hmm. yeah, the crushing hugs. And now it's Hagrid's turn. So like for Harry, that has to be hilarious. And in this moment, dude needs it. I just think it's um I don't know. It, it Hagrid just has this job, it seems, throughout the series to just be carrying like loved ones, like Harry from Godric's Hollow to Privet Drive and yeah. then Dumbledore and then Harry, Harry yeah. again it's just I think that just says something so sweet about his character he literally takes care of his loved ones so well he also is the one who quote carries Harry from Privet Drive to the burrow at the beginning of Seven well, to Tonks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Tonks' house. Yeah. He takes him. My favorite part about that, and it's before anything happens, so you don't know. Well, on the original read. But when Harry's sitting in the sidecar and Ron looks down at him and smirks. I know. 
<laughs> such a beautiful friendship yeah. moment. It's such a beautiful friendship moment. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, God. So what am I going to say when we're in seven? What do you mean? Everything again. In this book. In this book. <laughs> later in, in this seven. book. Right. <laughs> we'll figure it out as we get there. Excuse me. So the music stopped and this little tufty haired man in black robes again, more black robes, comes up and stands in front of Dumbledore's body. And Harry can't hear really what he's saying, but like little bits are getting back to him. So he hears something about nobility of spirit, intellectual contribution, greatness of heart. And all Harry can think is this doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Like It doesn't mean much at all. And it has very little to do with the Dumbledore as Harry knew him. With the Dumbledore as Harry knew him. The. Did I say that? Dumbledore yeah. University. I think I was going to say the Dumbledore Harry knew. Yeah, and then I know. I changed. It just kind of made me laugh a little. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's um, fine, I suppose. Whatever. <laughs> but then he thinks about Dumbledore's idea of a few words. Yes, give it. <sighs> Nitwit. Admin. Blubber. And tweak. 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 And he had to suppress another smile. And he thinks... What's the matter with me? Nothing's wrong with you, Harry. Nothing. You're grieving. Your mm -hmm. emotions are everywhere. You just went through some serious trauma. You've already had many years of trauma. Mm -hmm. You loved Dumbledore, and mm -hmm. you're thinking of things that make you happy about him, which is amazing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. That's how you get through, man. Everyone does grief different, too. Oh, my Not everyone gosh. cries at a funeral. Some people can't stop crying. You know, like, we all endure it differently and that's okay all the funerals and and wakes that i've been to with marty's side of the family the irish just do it different um yes there's tears and there's crying but there's storytelling it's like yeah. a celebration and of there's life. laughing and i've never experienced that before because everything that i was had been to before i met him was very somber and subdued and whatever maybe there's some storytelling but certainly didn't feel like there was a bunch of laughter, but I got to tell you, it's just different. Yeah, I feel like that's how my family is, too. Like, it's always, it's more so like a celebration of their life. Yes. More than anything. And I feel like that's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's a time and a place, definitely, to grieve. Sure. But but I feel like it makes your grieving m more bearable to tell yeah. the stories and celebrate the life and give the laughs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do feel like for Dumbledore, this is quite like a sterile kind of funeral. You know, it's, it's just a professional very... one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody. This isn't the Brian funeral. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I just feel like I mean, he was so loved by like students even if it even if it was just the school and it wasn't necessarily family or anything but like we know Aberforth is there it's kind of surprising Aberforth didn't want to say anything I find that kind of surprising I mean I know that they weren't necessarily close but I think we... they were closer than we think exactly I, I think agree. he probably so it's like just didn't want to I think he's socially I think he likes his an anonymity in Hogsmeade a little bit. Not everybody knows he's Dumbledore's brother. I mean, Harry didn't. Right. Not that he's frequenting the Hogshead, but you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, I think the staff do. And probably like, you know, Rosmerta and other shop owners and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. At least with the students, he enjoys his animate. An I can't say animosity. that word. No, animinity. Oh, yeah. What's animosity? That's like being mad, right? Yeah. <laughs> animinity <laughs> is like being anonymous. Anonymity. I like what Kelsey said. She said, I feel like the funeral is more for the legend of Dumbledore than Dumbledore the man. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Well, because I feel like, I mean, Doge says it best, like, he knew him as well as anybody could know him. Yeah. Because secrets and lies is the way that the Dumbledores do it. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Right. I honestly, for as little as Harry knew, I feel like he knew a lot about him. He knew more than a lot of other people did. Mm -hmm. but and... I, and the closest person to him, I think, throughout this was Snape. Yeah. I would agree. Like, maybe Harry didn't know, I mean, he didn't, didn't know Snape a lot didn't of, know like, a lot. Dumbledore's life, I'm but saying. I think he knew Dumbledore. Maybe Grindelwald is the one that knew most. Probably, dun, honestly. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Harry's going through, like, all these memories in his head of Dumbledore. So the Mer people come up and break the surface to listen, and he thinks of Dumbledore two years ago. I just hit my glasses on my mic. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Two years ago, speaking Mermish to the Merchieftainess. That's, yep. that's a million dollar word. Mm -hmm. And Harry's thinking like, how did Dumbledore learn Mermish? There's so much I never asked him. There's so much Get I ready. should have said. <laughs> that's what you're worried about? No one Mermish. knew Mermish? <laughs> I... <laughs> Um, but you're always thinking like coulda, woulda, shoulda, you know. Yeah. Like, there's coulda, never woulda, shoulda. You're welcome. There's never enough time in the world, like truly. There's just not. Yeah. Tiffany doesn't know that song. Nope. You can leave. There's a door over there that Meg can't get through. This so. is my house. <laughs> <laughs> get ready for some tears. Ready for a little quote from the book? No. And I'm then fragile. without warning, it swept over him. The dreadful truth more completely and undeniably than it had until now. Dumbledore was dead. Gone. Mm. Clutched the cold locket in his hand so tightly that it hurt, but he could not prevent hot tears spilling from his eyes. He looked away from Ginny and the others and stared out over the lake. Hogwarts Lake. Toward the forest as the little man in black droned on. So sad. I think yeah. that what is for me like what is the saddest in that quote is like how he is just clutching that locket. Note that it's cold too. Remember, it doesn't take on your body heat, but it's not the Horcrux. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it cold then? It should be warm in your pocket. <laughs> Maybe it's cold like his heart. <laughs> So Harry also sees that the centaurs, is it, yeah, centaurs, uh -huh. not the centaur? No, could that be one? The centaurs had also come to pay their respects. <laughs> you don't know, centaur could be like moose. I don't know. <laughs> what, is it like geese and goose, which are two different animals? Uh, I believe the plural of moose is meese. <laughs> <laughs> Mooses and meeses. Miska, 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 Mickey Mouse. Oh, my computer's gonna die, and I'm recording. I plugged you in right there. 
Thank you. M I C K E Y M O U S D. I need to know if anyone with their youngins just like got stoked because you were singing the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Daisy. Oh, so here's Harry down memory lane again. Thinking about the first time he went into the forest. He describes it as nightmarish. Poor Harry. Has any time in the forest been great? No, because you're not supposed to go in there. That's why it's forbidden, Harry. But this time wasn't as well. Really, think about he all was the bad times he's had. Lots. Like he found bad. a dead person. Mm-hmm. Aragog. He, he dealt with Aragog. <laughs> why is that funny to you? Why is finding a dead person funny, Tiffany? <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany is muffling her laugh with her own hair. I just didn't expect that to come out of your mouth. <laughs> it was Cornelia. No, it wasn't Cornelia. Oh, Cornelia <laughs> sitting in the audience. It was like, Crouch. Senia. Senia. <laughs> uh, he's thinking about the first time he had encountered the thing that at that time was Voldemort. And he thought about how him and Dumbledore had this talk about fighting a losing battle not long after that. And then Harry's thinking, it was important, Dumbledore said, to fight and fight again and keep fighting, for only then could evil be kept at bay, though never quite eradicated. So I took a dive all the way back to Sorcerer's Stone and pulled from this little moment. Yeah, she did. And as I was reading this, I told Meg, like, I can't, I mean, I'm obviously sad to finish a reread, right? But mm-hmm. like, I'm excited to go back because just me diving back into this one conversation in the first book the way that Dumbledore and Harry's relationship is, is it's night and day different to how it is now mm-hmm. in like the coolest way. Uh, so Harry says, well, Voldemort's going to try other ways of coming back, isn't he? I mean, he hasn't gone, has he? No, Harry, he has not. He is still out there somewhere, perhaps looking for another body to share. Not being truly alive, he cannot be killed. He left Quirrell to die. He shows just as little mercy to his followers as his enemies. Nevertheless, Harry, while you may only have delayed his return to power, it will merely take someone else who is prepared to fight what seems a losing battle next time. And if he is delayed again and again, why he may never return to power. Or, you know, if you die for the people you love, but you don't actually die, you know, then everything's going to be fine. Hmm. So Harry starts this kind of typical Harry spiral because... He sees all these people clearly in front of him who cared about him, who stood in front of him, all determined to protect him. His mom, his dad, his godfather, now finally Dumbledore. Is it like he's seeing the resurrection stuff? Perhaps. Mm. Except is, Dumbledore doesn't show up there. He is the master of death. Um, not yet. Not yet. No. Quote, but now that was over. This is so hairy. He could not let anybody else stand between him and Voldemort. He must abandon forever the illusion he ought to have lost at the age of one. That's sad. The shelter of a parent's arms meant that nothing could hurt him. There was no waking from his nightmare. No comforting whisper in the dark that he was safe, really, that it was all in his imagination. The last and greatest of his protectors had died, and he was more alone than he had ever been before. Mm. What about Mr. and Mrs. Weasley? What about Ron and Hermione and Neville and Luna? And Remus, 
and talks and mad eye and Kingsley. But this this person who had air quote all the answers. I you know. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no one else. I know. It just still makes me sad. Kelsey. <laughs> what is Kelsey. happening? Harry's autobiography, and it's the book All My Friends Are Dead. <laughs> With the dinosaur. And the dodo. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Are we ready for the lightning bolt round? I saw quite a few good ones coming through as we were recording. Uh, I agree with I, that. Statement. I took the recap hat off so I could think. It it's is a not. Good idea. <laughs> it is only a recap. Like Meg wears a hood, she's evil. I wear the recap hat, and I don't even know what happens. <laughs> I don't have like an article of clothing that gives me some sort of power. I need to find it. Mm-hmm. You know, you do need to find it. Mm-hmm. I wish you well. Thank you. <laughs> I'm literally singing Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I can tell. Sam asks, what food would be served at Dumbledore's funeral lunch? Why are you looking at me that way? Oh, that's why. Um, Sandwiches? I don't know. All the candy. Yeah, I feel like he's a candy kind of dude. Candy. Sherbet lemons for everybody. Mm-hmm. Probably sweet tarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easter variety. Easter variety. <laughs> Brandy. I feel, I feel like it would it would kind of be like a big grand affair. Like it the would, house elves would to match all his names. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I feel like the house elves would go all out, you know? Yeah, it would be like one of it would be like the welcome feast, I feel yeah. like that kind of a vibe. Any of those like Halloween, Christmas, start mm-hmm. of term, end of term. What if it was crackers. all the big feasts? Yeah. In one, so you got Christmas trees, you got jack o' lanterns, you got live bats, <laughs> you have icicles. I would, I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be so cool. It'd be like the Nightmare <gasps> Before Christmas. Do the bats poop on them? I oh, I not. hope not. Maybe it magically disappears, like in the air. Mm-hmm. The castle's like, nah. Yeah, no, poop no poops. No poops. <sighs> I'm just saying, that's a lot of live bats, bats over some kind food. Of scare me. They're so cute, though. They I know. are, but when I hear them, I'm like, but I just think me? about like diseases the yeah. office yeah when meredith gets stuck in a bag with a <laughs> they do the rabies bag. run yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um this is an interesting question katie asks do they embalm a wizard i feel like they probably do i feel like, like but it's magical yeah yeah it's just like hmm. a different process you know yeah i feel like maybe oh because like if we think about like the egyptian tombs and stuff and the witches and wizards there yeah I bet that they did that too when Ron went and visited them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they do, and I think it's magical. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Sam coming in hot with questions today, man. Wendy's fries and frosty. No. Yay or leave it? Yes. Yay. I've never tried it. I guess when Meg told me, I'm to not do it the big first on time. sweet and salty mix. Like I don't like. Okay. Uh, kettle corn like do you like chocolate okay. covered pretzels oh i do like that though okay, you probably like it. right you might like like chocolate frosty yeah. <clears throat> yeah the first time meg was like dip your fry in there i was like is this like a joke 
I'm like, like no, like, do are it. Are you going to laugh at me? She's like, no, I'm serious. Maybe oh, I'll yeah. try that and then we can report back. Yeah. Okay. It is, it's pretty good. I haven't had a Frosty in forever. Oh, I love Frosties. They had, for a while, they had like a peppermint one for Christmas. Mm. That one was very good. We got it on like board twice. With that. Do you remember that? Yeah. I felt bad because I wanted to give a little lick to Philly, but I thought that they were going to have vanilla because that was like the only flavor that I would give him like a little lick of. Yeah. And they only had chocolate and peppermint. And I was like, oh, oh man, no, I'm sorry. <sighs> Another Sam question. What is our favorite swish tangent? Um, <laughs> how do you even pick one? And it can be on or off topic because like I would consider like Mrs. Norris an on topic tangent. It was a tangent, but it or like Marietta on topic tangent. You know what I mean? I liked the Harry's a seer tangent. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Um, anything that involves stupid puns. Bread, <laughs> lettuces. Bread. I'm a little bit partial to uh, Mrs. Norris. You know? yeah, we know. <laughs> are you yep yeah the grass one was pretty good speaking of tangents Mia asks what's our number one most undesirable food corn dogs well that was fast really answer. out of all the food Katie yes <laughs> no what? I, actually, I don't believe you I actually think suck. don't even say you agree no, she's no say I like corn dogs. No, I don't think it would. My number one undesirable food, <clears throat> seafood. Yeah. I can't get on board okay. with um, tramps. Tramp. Literally anything like that cold tramps. came from the ocean, I cannot eat it. <coughs> and, and while lettuce, <sighs> I don't like lettuce. Seafood. If I accidentally... Or was forced to eat lettuce. I would do it. I could not do that with seafood, though. Like, seafood disgusts me. (laughs) Like, it's that bad. I I get... Mussels, oysters. (sighs) What about, like, a shrimp salad? No. No. What? (laughs) It would be seafood and lettuce. The answer would be no. I'm not eating that. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that these are... Quotes within Discord. Vinny, we gotta add true. Oh, it disappeared. It went up. Wait, where'd it go? We gotta add true moo pink milk, apparently. <laughs> LOL. Like, what? Um, I can't believe that me saying I like the aesthetics of storms is on your undesirable list. We need to know what episode. I don't <laughs> remember what is that. that? From? I don't remember that. <laughs> Either, but it's been there like because why? i love the aesthetics of storms so why did i hate that you liked the aesthetics of storms? do you secretly hate me did you do that while i was on maternity leave <laughs> no oh whatever okay marjorie sarah falling <laughs> Marguerite asks, do you think Dumbledore and Aberforth reconciled any before his death? What? <laughs> Did Dumbledore and Aberforth reconcile any before his death? I I mean, I think that they I think they did. I think they did think, long long ago. Yeah. Just yeah. because they didn't I mean, <clears throat> what does Doge say? He says like they got on as well as two boys who are so different could. 
you know? Yeah. I feel like they loved each other. They were brothers. They didn't like. It's not like they were out. best friends. Right. Yeah, but like, like they couldn't, they never like got to he knew good it. level, but like they were good. They chatted enough to where Aberforth got the mirror from Mundungus after right. he stole it from Grimald Place. Yeah. That... And, and Dumbledore told him what it was. Right. So like. There's something. There's something There's relationship there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Apparently, I went on this whole thing about how I love the aesthetics of Storm. <laughs> and you were 18,000% done with it. <laughs> That's what Mia said. <laughs> I literally don't remember. I really, remember. I want to hear this. If somebody can find the episode number and like, yeah, tell spot, us. like, like, minute spot please because yeah, i would I love to listen to that i need to know um desi asks next to dumbledore who would have the next most attended funeral <sighs> harry potter <laughs> i mean truly yeah, I, know, I think right? there'd be more yeah dumbledore well, made a lot of enemies in his time i feel like a lot of people well well coming the up they don't really year, love him harry will have some enemies right <laughs> I do. I think probably Harry. I mean, that's kind of like morbid to think about because he's so young. But I do think yeah. that that is a good answer. Are we a talking about people... like all these peeps, or are we talking about like other professors? I, I think anybody. Anybody. A lot of people are saying McGonagall. Yeah. Well, she's been yeah. teaching there for forty thousand years, so right. she's had a lot of students. <clears throat> okay. Last question. I lost it. Hold on. I'm sorry. No. Uh, Marguerite, do you think after Grindelwald and the death of his sister, Dumbledore was just too afraid to let someone get so close? Or do you think everyone just saw different aspects that made up who he truly was? I just feel like he let certain people see certain sides. Yeah. I don't think anybody think was, ever got his whole self. I think it was all quite intentional. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think Grindelwald aside, Dumbledore never would have revealed his whole self to just anybody, just given how he was raised. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I agree. Yeah. <sighs> Mia said it was the episode we recorded on 9 6 2021. Holy moly. I'm gonna text. Why do you hate too. me, Megan? I love you. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. You hate the my love for the aesthetics of storms. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mia. Yes. Um, give me a minute, Mark, so I don't have to listen. <laughs> Katie, it's it's your turn. Fan story. This comes from Samantha, July of twenty twenty one. I was listening to Weird Sounds Upstairs, sorry. My yeah, name is Samantha James Chamberlain, is <laughs> and I'm not sure if I've submitted a Potter story to you, so I'm doing it again. I am a Slytherin slash Ravenclaw. I've tested as both on Wizarding World, so it must be close, but I identify more with Slytherin. My wand is firwood, 14 and one half inches long. Unicorn hair core, unyielding flexibility. My Overmorning house is Puckwudgie, and my Patronus is a wolf. Jealous. That's pretty cool. That is mm. really cool. I discovered Harry Potter when I was seven or eight when my best friend at the time brought over the first movie on VHS yes. for a sleepover. 
I was instantly hooked and made my mom get it for me. I watched it every Friday night, but one night my mom wouldn't let me. So out of spite, I went to her bedroom where she had copies of the first four books. I was about eight at the time. I plowed through the first four and was instantly hooked. It was only about a year later that Order of the Phoenix came out, and I pre-ordered my copy. I did so with Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows as well. My dad always took us to the movies the first weekend they were out, but never midnight premieres because my mom thought it was too late for me and my younger sister to be out. Oh, your mom. Half-Blood Prince came out two or three days before I was hospitalized. Mm. I had not been feeling myself since school got out. I was drinking a lot of water, dropping weight like crazy. Turns out I had type 1 diabetes. Oh, wow. When I had to go to the hospital, I was only a few chapters into Half-Blood Prince. My aunt brought my book to me in the hospital where I had to start it all over because I couldn't remember what I had read. Potter was there for me during that tough time as it would be later in my adult life. Adult life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what did you say? Adult life. Adult life. <laughs> Jeez. When Sarah talked about her Hashimoto's on a recent episode, I felt that I could relate to the ongoing challenges of managing chronic illness. It reminded me that I was not alone. Through my teen years, Potter was a big part of my life, even though it took a backseat to the high school things that were occurring in my life. I did not pick up the books to do a reread until college when I took a Harry Potter class during my school's January term. The whole month of January, we took one elective type class two hours a day, four days a week. That's interesting. <laughs> Even then, I only reread Chamber of Secrets and Deathly Hallows as required by the curriculum. It wasn't until 2017 that I did a full reread of the entire series. I just finished my first year of law school and stayed where my law school is for an internship thousands of miles away from my family. My friends all went home for the summer and I was feeling quite alone. Reading the books as an adult. Not only rekindled my love of the wizarding world, but made me see things in the books I had overlooked or missed the first time around. Each mm -hmm. time I read the books, I find something I hadn't considered before. I feel like I get more and more out of them each time I reread them. My sister recommended I listen to you ladies in late November, early December 2019. I was working a job I was struggling in and felt isolated and alone. She thought since you all are close in age to me that I would really enjoy it, and she was absolutely mm -hmm. right. It did not take me long to catch up. I love the Felix Files and deep dives into different characters, places, or themes in Potter. I love the online Swish community and feel like I am part of something. Mm. I can't wait for Monday mornings when I have a long commute and time to listen to new episodes. Thank you, ladies, so much for all the work you do to share the Wizarding World with us. Your podcast, your personalities, and all the content you work so hard to put out for your listeners makes the world a happier place for so many of us. Thanks again, and don't let the muggles get you down. Sincerely, Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. Samantha? So Samantha? I don't even know it's Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. She's right here. <laughs> oh, my God. You are a part of something, and thank you so much for being a part of it. Truly. Mm. Truly. Thank you. Yes. I love when we can be there for people and make them. Like somebody in the chat who said that. It wasn't too long ago. That this unhinged evening was what they needed. <laughs> <laughs> also, same. Yeah, same. <sighs> Honestly, like, just thank you so much. But uh, I have feels. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Would we like a joke? Yeah. Always. Katie forgot her joke book. I did, but I looked one up. What a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, babe. No, you're actually a smarty. You're actually a sweetheart. Would you like a sweet tart? <laughs> How many do you have you over get, there? I have the bag. Me. How many did you pour out? A handful. Lies. <laughs> I still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 
And I've eaten about three throughout the episode. You're a goofball. Um, oh my god. Kelsey said, here's a joke. Tiffany's taste in food. <laughs> I agree. It, well, not with everything. That's right. <laughs> I'm a food snob. <laughs> oh my god. What did Harry Potter get pulled over for speeding? Because he didn't expect no patrolman. <laughs> <laughs> what? He didn't expect no oh. patrolman. Clearly wasn't listening. <laughs> I was looking at the Kelso gif. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fun stuff. If after this ride of a night, you would like to follow us on social media... You can follow me and Kate on the gram of Insta and the talk of tick at the Peters family. <laughs> and Tiffany is on both of those social meds as well at tipswish <laughs> underscore flick. What? Social meds. Social meds. Tiff, what, what are you doing lately? Um, Listen to Midnight's today. What? Are you kidding? No. Are you being obtuse? You really do it. No, I'm being acute. <laughs> <laughs> what did you listen to? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you. So I've listened to Lavender Haze. Med- what do you think of Lavender Haze? I liked everything that I've heard so far. I really like Lavender Haze. Um, Antiheroes, Snow on the Beach, mm-hmm. You're on Your Own Kid. I thought that was interesting. Midnight Rain, Question vigilante poo <laughs> bejeweled and i'm on labyrinth so that's how many I've, i'm listening in like literally in order yeah did you like vigilante isn't it it's a vibe isn't it oh it's a vibe she gets dark yeah but i've like i said i i've enjoyed all the stuff i've listened to is anything a skip for you i don't know yet I'm not going to lie. There are a couple skips for me on Midnight's, but I am scared to tell people what they are because I know people have a lot of opinions about their favorites. A couple? I know of one. I think at least. You're allowed to like what you like. I mean, two. I usually get tired of a couple like halfway through and then switch it. I'm not going to lie. I usually have a couple of skips on each of her albums. That's okay. It's just how I am. I mean, you love her any less. Yeah, totally. Uh, Kelsey said that she said social meds in a meeting the other day, and all of her coworkers <laughs> were like, "What?" <laughs> I love that journey for you. Um, Maroon is a skip for me, guys. I'm sorry. I, oh, I you know, I'm not gonna lie though. I started listening to the and and here's the thing with Taylor is her lyrics are what always get me. Eventually, it's not necessarily like if I'm if I am just talking melody, I probably don't really love quite a big handful of her songs not a big hand a handful just based on melody i fall in love with her songs because of the lyrics more than anything so like once i have a while to like sit with some of the songs that used to be skips for me um a lot of the times i end up liking them because i start like paying attention to the lyrics more and then it like wins me over sometimes stuff just has to sit with you a little bit yeah, Snow on the Beach can sometimes be a skip for me. I, I know that. you like it. I know. I keep it on for you. Oh, wow. Is that the one Thank with you. who's singing Lana with her? Del Rey. Yeah. Can you even hear her? 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't know who it was, and I was like, that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just so partial to reputation. Yes. I know. It's same. my favorite. Yes. Same, um, same, same. So listen to that. Been listening to that. Probably finish that out tomorrow. I finished listening to Deathly Hallows for the millionth time. I'm currently on the Helm's Deep chapter of Two Towers. Uh... <laughs> Katie's microphone just fell off. All right. It's fine. We'll figure it out. It's all good. It's all good. Um, just going to hold this here in my lap. I actually haven't played Hogwarts Legacy in a while because I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. And I know I need to really like bounce back into Hogwarts Legacy, but Tears of the Kingdom comes out on May 12th. And I want to make sure that I know how to use the controller for Nintendo again rather than the PlayStation. Understood. Um, As Marty said, just learn both, Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like, don't be anxious. <laughs> I can't. Right, right. I know. No, I, um, I'm just getting really exciting nope excited really excited i am exciting (laughs) but i'm really excited for tears of the kingdom uh my birthday's this month your birthday soon i know my birthday's super soon 27 again (laughs) no (laughs) did i say uh i must have said last time that i got my chapter stars because it's been a week i think so Yeah. yeah But they're healing nicely. They are. I love they're beautiful. At them. They're so pretty. I love a fresh tat, especially oh, when it's so black. dark. So I'm just nice. gonna take a sharpie to it once it's healed. <laughs> right. I know. Sometimes I feel that way about some of my older ones. Yeah. Like you just look so dull. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of it. <sighs> um. And we have to get going really soon. I know. Oh my god. Uh, James is up there screaming. I feel like I really I finished dial a for aunties hilarious book and i've started written in the stars which is a book that has been on my tbr for a very very long time and i'm liking it a lot so far um i've just needed some fluff you know and mm-hmm. i'm back mm-hmm. to i'm back to needing fluff so that's literally all i've been doing <laughs> um i think last time i talked about how i was meeting with a surgeon but i have a surgical date so that's happening He's officially Officially having surgery and gonna have to do physical therapy and stuff. But honestly, I'm feeling pretty good about it just because I have a plan. Yeah. So I can like do the thing to put the thing behind me. Katie's getting an ACL reconstruction just for anybody who doesn't know. It sounds so much cooler than it actually is. (laughs) No, it is pretty cool. Uh but yeah, I feel really good about the whole team, like literally the entire team that I've Everybody been talking to. Everybody we've met with has been so nice. Yeah, they've been awesome. And all your kind words are like, so appreciated. Thank you. Yeah. You all make me want to cry the best tears. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Marguerite got bingo. So congrats to Gryffindor. Hey, Gryffindor needed it. Go Marguerite. Also, we have not added the points yet for the YouTube live Q&A, but they will be... Uh, they will be distributed soon so right now pre youtube live we are at ravenclaw in first hufflepuff in second slytherin in third and gryffindor in fourth i'm not gonna read the numbers because it's gonna change like literally tomorrow so okay (laughs) (laughs) um 
think this is for Barrio. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Barrio, totally. for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> we appreciate you and your queso. What if they did, though? And that would be awesome. We recorded, we were like, amazing. this episode is brought to you by Chorizo Queso. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> oh, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you for so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> why she was scared of olives i don't know no, <laughs> i don't she, care she immediately got on a plane and left i love how he, I mean, like two seconds earlier there are no olives here. <laughs> bring out the olives what a liar <laughs> oh gosh uh my stomach hurts okay laughing. like it says i'm terrified of spiders lizards and olives <laughs> like okay spiders and lizards I hate olives too, but I'm not gonna run out of a building because they're in Dude, I'd eat that whole jar. Bring out the olives! <laughs> Bye, swishers.